Hey, Hopefuls, you're listening to Babes with Hope with your hosts, Jessa, Tash, and Rachel. I'm Jessa. I'm a Potter nerd, history buff, and loving dog mom, and I'm an expert at helping you connect to your intuition and authentic self. And I'm Tash, a fun-loving, adventure-seeking world traveler, and my expertise is in organizational goal-setting. And I'm Rachel. I'm a figure skating, gym-loving Disney nerd, and I'm an expert at helping you uncover your innermost thoughts and emotions so you can discover your inner champion. And together, we're Babes with Hope. We're going to be talking a lot at first. Cool beans, welcome to a new episode of Babes with Hope. We are going to dive in, and Rachel, I was wondering, what is something that you always um, start your clients off with when you get a new client and they're brand new into the coaching world? What is something really helpful that you like to teach your clients for them to get a better experience with you? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and I think across the board, you know, different life coaches might have different systems that they start their clients on, or they might have different spreadsheets or curriculum that they hand over to your clients. The one thing that I give my clients at the beginning is a lesson that I call cause and effect. And this is actually an NLP term. So it's not like I coined it or made it up. You can actually look it up. Um, Cause and effect is an NLP presupposition. And basically what this says, what this presupposition explains is that everybody is experiencing their world through either the lens of cause or the lens of effect. Basically, when we're at cause, we're seeing things with empowerment, we're seeing things through creativity, we're seeing things through choice, and we feel this sense of power and empowerment. When we're in effect, it is the opposite of that. We might feel victim of circumstance, which there's nothing wrong with feeling a victim of circumstance. We've all been there. It just means you're currently seeing through the lens of effect. Lens of effect includes feeling stuck, not empowered, lack of choices, unable to see possibilities. Um, And really what I teach my clients from the very get-go is that you actually can take yourself to either side of the equation at any given time. You're in the driver's seat. So if you are realizing, oh my gosh, I'm seeing no choices here, just take a minute to realize that you are looking through the effect lens. And my job as your coach is to help you shift to cause, to get to that place where you are seeing more opportunities, you are feeling creative, and you're seeing more choices. Um, the way that sometimes my clients will say things like, cause and effect, that doesn't make sense to me because the way that I think of it is the opposite. Um, you know, you kick the ball and it, it goes somewhere. That so, yes, same. Like, <laughs> even now when I, I mean, and I've, you know, you've taught this, I've listened to you talk about this for so many different times. And even now I have to consciously be like, um, which one is which? Like, which one do I not want to be in? I don't remember. (laughs) Yay. Oh, I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I have since found a delightful, uh, what's the word parallel or imagery that I think really helps people understand cause and effect. So 
the reason why people get confused is because cause and effect in science, right? It's very different. Like you kick the ball and the ball moves and you can even predict how far the ball is going to go based on the velocity at which it is kicked. You can predict where the ball is going to go. Is it going to go into the hoop? You know, what angle am I going to kick the ball in? We can predict all of those things. When we kick the ball, it moves. Here's the problem with real life when you're coaching people and they're in this mindset of like um, X plus Y equals Z. That doesn't happen in nature. So I want you to imagine for a second that that ball is now a dog and you are going to try to predict what is going to happen when you kick the dog. So Jessa, what do you think will happen? (laughs) This is my example. So what do you think was going to happen if you kick the ball or if you kick the dog? Uh, I don't, it's going to be mad, but also I'm going to be really sad. I don't want to kick a dog. (laughs) So you'll be sad and the dog will be mad. (laughs) Yeah, like screwing up your example. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said this to the dog lover. We just did her, our intros today and Jessica told yeah. us that she was a dog mom. Um, okay, so if your dog's mad, what will she do? Um, yell, bark, yell, bark, <laughs> <laughs> or like bite me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> She'll bite you. You yeah. think she'll bite you? Okay. And my Tad. dog is like a super big baby and you like touch him like a tiny little hair and he's like, rah, 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 rah. Oh like at the end of the world, like you just touched me. <laughs> okay, I love this. We did not plan this. This is an actual conversation that's going delightfully because now I can take these two examples, right? So we have one dog that is very mad and bites and we have another dog that's very sensitive takes it personal and cowers so this is what people do they they think they can predict oh if this happens then this will happen then this will happen and oftentimes they do not see their own choices if they're the dog for example in this scenario and they're getting kicked If they're in effect, they're like, I don't have a choice. I just have to sit here and be kicked. Like, no, you have lots of choices. You could bite, you could run away, you could howl, you could cower, you could go find another dog friend. (laughs) Like (laughs) you have lots of choices. So the reason why cause and effect is called cause and effect is because in nature, we have this idea that something happens and then there's a response. But in reality of our everyday lives, we always have choices, even when we're the dog being kicked, we have a choice and that's putting ourselves back at the beginning of the situation, which is being at cause. So if my client comes to me and says, well, I don't even have any choices here. Like when my, and I'll use myself as an example, cause this, cause myself is like, this was, I was in effect for years around this. Um, my, if, if my husband, let's say for example, got mad about something. Um, I just felt powerless in that situation. Like he's mad. What am I supposed to do about it? He's upset. So I, so therefore, since he's upset, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just going to like sit here 
and be mad at him as well. And it's like, okay, well, let's put you now at the front of the situation. So my husband is mad at me. Therefore, I am going to sit here and be mad. No, my husband is mad at me. What are my choices here? Because my husband's mad at me, I'm going to go for a walk, go for a drive. Tell him we'll talk about it later. Um, ha choose to have a conversation with him around what he wants and needs. Um, call a friend. Like, what are my choices here, even when I can't control my husband? So that's cause and effect in a nutshell. It's like, there's this something happening to you. So effect language sounds very much like the first scenario, which is my husband's mad at me, therefore, blah, 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 blah. No, there is no therefore. When you put yourself at cause, it's this is happening and because this is happening, I can blah, 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 blah. You put yourself back at the front of the equation and now you're in the driver's seat. You are no longer the, the ball flying out of control. You are the person about to kick the ball and you have different choices of where you're going to kick it, if that makes sense. It so totally. And I think that just knowing this gives you like so much empowerment and I just keep yes. seeing like how the dog example is so perfect because when my dog does something wrong and he freaking knows he did something wrong and like he gets punished, he just accepts it. He's like, I know I ate the pizza off counter. I'll <laughs> take this punishment. And then if it's like not something he did wrong, like we're just goofing around and like my fiance loves to kind of like dog play with them and then that's when he'll go and like cower and kind of like run away because he knows he hasn't done anything wrong and that's him reacting to the same kind of circumstance in a different way because one he he recognizes he he did something bad he ate the pizza <laughs> he is taking responsibility and ownership for that and accepting his punishment <laughs> where he on the other side is like we're having fun and like I don't know what's happening like so his reaction is obviously different and I think it makes it so simple and I like to think of being in cause as like being able to take responsibility and ownership of what's going on and then effect is like yeah like you were describing like the victim of circumstance like this is what's happening <laughs> like Totally. And I, I think that is what is so important and powerful about cause and effect. Like you were saying, getting yourself into effect, right? Effect mm -hmm. is okay. <laughs> like no, so no, no. Effect. Okay. Think about it this way. When, think about it, the English language, right? When you are affected, uh -huh. I'm affected. I'm in effect. I'm being affected by this. Okay. versus cause no, oh you're like you're causing you're causing the result i choose to i choose to create a new result i'm causing a new result okay yeah no it's Thank okay and I'm, glad, I'm glad because this is it's sometimes new clients or even clients have been around for a while they like me. even when they understand the concept <laughs> they're still like what's what so that's a great way yes. to, to think about it is when you're being a affected. Uh, I'm affected by this versus, okay, this is happening. What do I want to do about it? So when you get totally. to cause. Okay. So when you're in cause, um, the thing that I find so powerful is that 
at least for me, I found in my lifetime, I have kind of always, and this is just like a new awareness that I very much lived most of my life in effect in that victim mentality. I had a tumultuous upbringing. And so like my adult life has been very much a in response to my childhood where I felt very powerless and in victim mode and all the things. Um, and I know that when you feel that way, a lot of the time taking, like asking yourself, where am I responsible for these things happening to me is almost like a, um, excuse me. <laughs> like I am not responsible for what happened to me when I was a kid, all the things. Right. Um, so it's hard to kind of swallow that pill and acknowledge that you do have control over everything that happens to you. And when you do acknowledge that, it is so empowering because you allow yourself to be like, wow, everything that I do in my life, I have control over. For the most part, there are some things, of course, that are beyond our control, but even in those things that happen that are beyond our control, we then have control over how we react to them, which again is taking yourself back to cause and giving yourself that empowerment. I think it's so interesting. I don't know. Did you guys ever watch the movie, uh, the wedding date with Deborah Messing? It was like a rom-com. Oh, no, okay. no, but now I will. I'm going to write it down. It's so good. Um, Deborah Messing and Dermot Mulroney. There's um, one line in there that I think is so perfect for this. Um, Deborah Messing got broken up with, uh, left at the altar, I think, from her husband. Uh, and now she has to go back home uh, and see her ex-fiance after years. She He broke her heart, all the things. She hasn't seen anybody like she hasn't dated anybody since all the things. Anyway, she ends up hiring Dermot Maroney as a date to come with her to her sister's wedding. Sorry, that's what she's Spoiler about. alert. <laughs> oh, I guess. This all happens within the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, and so as she's like, they're getting ready to go fly off back home to her sister's wedding, uh, she, he comments about how every person has the exact life that they want. And she is so much in effect that she's like, you think I want to be single? You think I wanted to be left at the altar? You think I want to be miserable? And he's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yes, you do. And that's, it, it really is when you are in effect in any way in your life, it is a hard pill to swallow that we have the exact life that we want um, reflected back to us. But when you get into a place of being like, oh, wow. Yeah. I kind of created all of this. It's, yeah. it's like, it's powerful. Yes. And I want to speak to, you know, audience members who might actually be true victims mm -hmm. of horrific things and and say in no way are we saying that what happened to you was your fault in no way it is it's mm -hmm. atrocious what happened to you you're the word victim might be even a trigger and you are you know that happened we're not saying that it didn't happen we're not saying that it's your fault we're not saying any of that we're saying when you're in effect, what you are unable to move forward, 
it's mm-hmm. it's this it's almost becomes an identity if that's all you can see is the and and I'm speaking from a place of my own life and having been a victim and wanting to kind of just stay a victim and like this happened to me I don't know there's I don't know what to do now versus when you get to cause and you're like okay this happened to me it happened to me it was horrible I'm not okay that it happened to me and now I can look at my future and I can say all right what would I like to do now Would I like to start a podcast with two other life coaches and speak into people's lives and let them know that they are empowered? Would I like to start a GoFundMe and raise tons of money about this cause that I now deeply care about and is near and dear to my heart? Would I like to get on a soapbox on the street corner and just let people know like this is important to me? Whatever it is, you have options now to take what happened to you and turn it around for good. That's what we're saying. That's getting to cause and being like, all right, okay. Yep. I'm, I'm accepting it now. This is the cards that I was dealt. And now I'm going to do something about it. Totally. Thank you for making that clarification. Um, because there are, like I said, there are, are things that you can't control. There's so much where it's like, Maybe you have been a literal victim of assault, of sexual assault, of racial injustice, of whatever, whatever it is. Um, Those are horrible, horrific occurrences. Um, And with those things, you have a choice in how you show up tomorrow. You have a choice in what you want your future to be, even though the options may seem difficult or cloudy or um, like you can't see them at all. There is, there is always a choice. And I feel like it's difficult to, um, to talk about that sometimes, you know, to talk about the, the hardships that feel like you can't get out of them, whether you, I, I mean, I don't even know. There's so many different options. And I feel like the three of us can only talk to our personal experiences. Um, but yeah, thank you for clarifying that because I definitely don't want anybody to feel that we are not speaking to everybody. Oh, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. And I say it every session with a client when, you know, when you're, there's a coaching process you guys know what it is as coaches. There's a specific process. And at towards the end, one of the questions we ask clients is, you know, where in your life can you take responsibility or where in your life can you take ownership? And I always preface this and say, responsibility is not your at fault. Responsibility is what would I like to do now? And then I ask the question. So it's, this is great. And I, even though it's like, yeah, we're having this conversation this one time and I do it every single coaching call with a client. It's like, yeah, responsibility for some people is not a fun word. This is what I actually mean. Let me clarify what I actually mean here. Mm -hmm. That's so, so true. And like, as we're all saying this, like, I'm just like in my mind, like what if people like Gandhi or Nelson Mandela were not able to switch into that place of cause and they were stuck in effect. Imagine the world today without influential people like that. And imagine like you listening, that could be you also. If you were in effect in any way, 
you have the power within you to switch yourself over to cause and become that voice that somebody needs to hear. And you have it in you and we are here as life coaches to help you through that process if you're not able to switch by yourself. So we're here, reach out to any one of us. We're happy to connect. Um, and yeah, so I was just like wondering if there has ever been like a time where either one of you were able to take that pause, reflect, connect into your intuition and just switch yourself into um, that place of being able to take responsibility and ownership. Totally. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> only because I'm like, I already know what mine is. <laughs> yes. Okay, um, cool. For me, it was quarantine. Um, at the very beginning of quarantine, when there's a global pandemic going on, and I at this point, just so you guys know this, but just so everyone else kind of has a frame of reference, I had just quit my day job two, maybe three months earlier to start this life coaching business. And I'd been coaching for a while, but it, I had never put all my eggs in the basket before. It was always like on the side, but I had a steady paycheck. And then finally I got to the end of the year of 2019 and I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump. I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur, full-time life coach took that enormous leap, which was huge for me. Mm -hmm. And two months later, the whole world is like shutting down and going into quarantine and I'm losing clients left and right because they're getting laid off. And I was very much on the effect side, like looking through the lens of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to provide for myself? How am I going to provide for my family? How can I even charge my clients? Like if when they're losing their jobs, um, just all the things felt so out of control, felt so victim of circumstance and was like, okay, well, if I'm losing all these clients, I guess I'm just going to be broke, which that is the definition of effect, right? The, mm -hmm. These are circumstances. So therefore this is my result. And as soon as I realized, oh my gosh, I'm in effect right now. I am in effect. I changed the language. I'm like, okay, there's a global pandemic and I've lost five clients. Now, what do I want to do? And I'm getting chills right now. Cause thank God <laughs> I got to cause because I called you guys and I'm like, look, we need to start something. Let's do something like let's create positivity. And it was just an idea. It was like, who knows if this will go anywhere? Like, let's just do a five days of positivity challenge and it'll be really fun. And we'll just spread light when everybody is kind of experiencing this global darkness right now. And that just continued to snowball and snowball and snowball into a group coaching program and our own website with a back office and rays of hope. And then now we have this podcast with babes with hope. And it all started because I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in effect. Let's switch to cause and see the possibilities and see the opportunities. And I'm getting goosebumps because I'm like, Frick yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the power of switching your mindset to cause and and it doesn't always happen overnight it doesn't necessarily happen in a second yet that's kind of the point of coaching is to talk to somebody about your effect and be like I just need to vent this is all this stuff is happening and then 
your coach brilliantly shifts you to see the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something like you kind of almost skipped over it, but um, it doesn't happen instantly. Like you can't just flip the switch on it. Um, some some degree you can, if it's not like super, super heavy into effect, you might be able to switch the flip, flip the switch <laughs> on it, but it does take time and it does like, it is a process and it's okay if it takes a week to get into cause. It's okay if it takes five minutes to get into cause. So it, whatever it is, it is a process and just trust it and you know, you'll get there. I think that is actually a perfect transition into my example because, well, I'll tell you in a second, but I think so much of anything, especially cause and effect or anything actually that we do with life coaching is about the uh, like amount in which you believe that it's possible for you to change. So if you, even though we're talking through cause and effect and we get you through, we get you to the place where you're like, okay, yes, I can take responsibility for this. And this is what I want. If you don't believe that you can take that next step and that you're not a victim anymore and that you have that empowerment and that, um, just like personal power to move forward, then it is going to take longer time. And I'm an example of that. (laughs) I am like the ultimate example of things just taking so long because I didn't believe in myself for a very long time. I didn't believe that, like I said, I, I like fed into that victim mentality for a very, very long time. And it's only been recently in the past, like, I don't know, maybe a year to six months or six months to a year that I've like started really like believing in myself. But my example is uh, we talked a little bit last week, unless these are (laughs) published out of order, but we talked a little bit last week about how um, uh, I had kind of this really tumultuous relationship with my ex and um those kind of like very codependent relationships trans like not transformed um transferred from my relationship with my then boyfriend to my friendships and so from then on out my my best friendships became codependent relationships and i did not even know that for those that don't know what a codependent relationship is it's a relationship where you depend entirely on the other person for for me it was for self-esteem validation for love um you know i needed these people to be my people you know i needed to have complete and utter loyalty complete and utter support um in every possible way that you can get loyalty and support uh and so for years you know, when, whenever, as it happens in all relationships, one person gets mad at the other person, you argue, you fight, whatever, whenever those situations came up between me and my friends, it became the end of the world for me. I would start spiraling out for those that don't know what spiraling is. Uh, it's literally where like your brain is just like stuck on one loop of content and you literally no matter what you do cannot get yourself out of it you are just literally like spiraling into the deep hole of like 
I can't stop thinking about this one thing. Um, and so for me, you know, worst case scenario in those situations is like, oh, they're not going to want to, you know, be friends with me anymore. They're going to leave me. I'm not going to have my uh, chosen family anymore. Um, all of these things. And so after literally years of going through this spiraling situation where I totally fell out of control and totally victim of the situation, finally, I learned what cause and effect was after working with Rachel. And even after I learned what cause and effect was, it still took me time to realize that I had a choice, right? That I could choose in those moments when I felt like my friends were being disloyal or unsupportive or they were getting mad at me for whatever reason, that I had a choice in how I reacted. Um, so for one example, I don't need to give all the the nitty gritty details um but for one example was uh earlier this year i had a couple of friends that we were really really close we were like kind of no longer friends anymore we had grown apart really um and they all started kind of like hanging out together again and for me i was like whoa these were like my people, you know, and without me now it looks like they're stronger and happier and all the things. And so the moment that I saw that that was happening, one, I was like, cool, like what's wrong with me? Like, even though like we had grown apart for different reasons, like obviously this is an issue with me. I just started spiraling out completely, like literally losing my shit spiraling out and um luckily i was able to like get on the phone with a friend and he helped me move from effect and was like look you're not this person anymore you're not this person that needs these codependent relationships and friendships you know that like i have been talking about it for a year and it's time to make a different choice in that reaction part. And he was like, do whatever you need to do, go scream at a pillow, go do a dance party, like whatever you need to. And then you need to choose yourself. You need to choose yourself as the thing that's important and not these other people's actions and you need to move forward with your life. And I was like, damn, yes, I need to, like the choosing myself thing was the, the, the thing that was really important. So I did. I, for the first time ever, I like screamed in a pillow. If you've never used that as a way to help yourself when you're really upset about something, I highly recommend it. <laughs> oh, I have, I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just went out into my living room and I turned on my favorite music and I just danced uh, around just to like make me feel better. And after that, I was like, this is my life. I am no longer going to let what other people's actions or feelings or whatever it is affect how I feel about myself. Because that's truly what the effect is, right? It's how you feel about yourself and what you're capable of doing and how you're capable or not capable of moving forward. Um, anyway, that was a very long story. <laughs> but that was like my, uh, like the biggest best time for me where I felt like I there that flip switched you know yeah flip switched yeah 
Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And I think that's so valuable for people to, if, if you, if nothing else, if you get nothing else from this podcast, <laughs> make a new choice, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you've been doing, whatever your normal response is, that's not getting you the result that you want. Try something different, totally. do something new, do something new, get a new result. And, um, what's crazy about life coaching is we change that unconsciously. Like, we change your natural responses unconsciously. So sometimes people are like, I've been coaching with you for three weeks and I don't see anything different yet. And I'm like, Haha, just wait, just wait. Because one day, <laughs> one day you're going to be going along and someone's going to scream at you and you're going to be going to be like, oh, that's funny that you're so upset. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just going to have a different response. And then later as you're walking away, your conscious brain will finally catch up and it'll be like, wait a second. I used to flip out. What is this new response? And it's, you are changing your responses unconsciously. So whether you need to start doing it consciously or you're unable to start doing it consciously and you hire a coach to do it for you unconsciously, just do something new. Yeah, totally. And it made me think of, um, Like when somebody comments and it's like, oh, wow, you've changed so much. It's like, "Mm, well, thank you. Like, (laughs) I don't take that as a compliment because I am growing the fuck out of my brain and I am growing and changing and thank you for noticing. So I just like be like, oh, like you think I've changed? Like, oh my God, that's so bad. Like now it's like, oh no, like I have been doing this mindset work. I've been growing and learning and changing my choices um so thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) and that just like really reminded me like with your um friends that started hanging out again Jess says like you outgrow them girl like you are now at a higher level of consciousness where you are like damn I am awesome on my own like fuck yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and it definitely feels like none of this is like a one person is better than the other type thing but more of just like literally in my life like I I did need to grow out of those relationships I did need to grow into myself into a place where I felt like I loved myself believed in myself fully and got myself out of that victim mentality you know like for whatever reason those friendships were formulated in a space where I remained a victim in those relationships and I I needed to not be in that anymore um so yeah it's like yeah you're not better than anyone else but you are better than your old self absolutely thank you yes exactly exactly yeah you're vibrating this is like a whole podcast that we could do next time or at a different time but when you vibrate different, your world changes mm-hmm. because the, there's different vibrational levels. This is, we're going to have to go in this deeper, way deeper at some point, but there's totally. different vibrational waves. And when you change your vibration, everything else that was vibrating at a lower level has to fall away because you're vibrating at a completely different level now. Yeah. High vibes here, yo. <laughs> High vibes here. <laughs> Um, 
what about you, Tash? What's like a time in your life where you realized you were in effect and you wanted to get to cause? Yeah, I can like think of a billion and a half examples. Um, maybe I'll share a little bit of a shorter one where it, I switched a little bit quicker um, and it actually happened on Monday. <laughs> and so we're driving back from camping and we just had a great weekend, you know, long weekend. We're having that really high vibe kind of situation. I'm having a conversation with my fiance. He's like telling me something and then like little squirrel brain over here, I get distracted and I'm like, oh, did you see that? I've never seen like a motorcycle tricycle before. Like, I'm like, did you see that? Like it's a motorcycle trick. And then the conversation was kind of interrupted and he pointed out to me that I do this all the time. <laughs> and I took it really like very personally and I was a little bit upset about it and I was very much like in effect like what do you mean like oh my god like everyone I ever talked to like thinks that I like interrupt them like on purpose because I'm bored of talking to them like and so this is like where my mind was going and <laughs> yeah that is what my effect was <laughs> and really it was switching I had like from like driving from the campsite to the gas station, I was able to switch into back into cause and realize, okay, yeah, like I am kind of a person who does get distracted. Yes, that is me. <laughs> I am like, I like all the like shiny, sparkly things. Yep, that is me. <laughs> and then, so I kind of like recognize this. I'm like, yeah, it's not like that I'm getting bored with somebody when they're talking. It's like, I literally have a squirrel brain and should acknowledge like hey is this something I should say out loud or just let my brain think about it <laughs> and uh, so oh go ahead sorry <laughs> yeah um yeah so that's like what my little mini flip was about um just being able to take it less personally and like, yeah, it, it was the situation that happened and I can take responsibility knowing in the future that I do get distracted. I do kind of have a lot of thoughts going through my mind at once where I want to bring something up. I want to talk about it. And then it's like self-check. Is this the right time to say that? And just like knowing that, okay, what I have to say is valuable and it might not be the right timing. So just kind of having that self-check basically to open my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. also I like like the coach in me is like if somebody else is upset that you interrupted that's their problem <laughs> that's what they can bring to their coach and be like why am I getting triggered when I'm interrupted let's explore that not your boundary not your energy bubble not your concern <laughs> yeah, and that's basically what it was. It's like, okay, yeah, that was their experience and my experience. How can we see both of those and what can I do moving forward? Yeah. So It's so funny how, because there are so many different things that I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, yep, that's 134. Oh, yep, that's like projection <laughs> or, or perception is production, which we will go and explain all of these in different episodes. But I'm like, God, life, like every single thing we talk about in life coaching is intertwined with everything 
else. It's so true. Yes, exactly. My husband one time said to me, he has since evolved past this frame, but he was like, <laughs> every conversation he's like, stop coaching me, stop coaching me, stop coaching me. And I was like, these are just the way that I see the world now. You can't ask me to undo the way that I see the world now. So you're either going to have to get on board <laughs> and learn this stuff so you can see through the lens that I now see, or just accept that we have different lenses. But I'm just asking you the questions that are coming up for me because I want to get to know your filters better. And we will break down everything that that means. But he was like, all right, I'm on board. Let's do it. And I'm like, Yes, I that's love what I'm that. Yeah, I okay, exactly same with my sister. She's 16. She is like, you know, teenagers just like going through the things and I am trying to be a good sister and be a role model and also be like but let me help. And so I keep using all these coaching things on her and sometimes she's like, "Can you not?" Like, I know what you're doing. It's not a secret. You're not like, you're not going to get me. But, and then sometimes she's actually started to become like super receptive, which is nice for us coaches to be like heard in the way that we know how to be heard. <laughs> yes. It's a lens that we can't, once you see through these, the, the lens of understanding cause and effect and understanding perception as projection, which we will get to and yep. understanding 134 on the communication model. Once you have those lenses, you can't undo them. So you're just like, no. want to share it with everybody. So you'd be like, look, see what I see with these awesome glasses on. And it's hard when people are like, no, get away from me with your weird glasses. Yeah. I think that's yeah. such a great, like, um, kind of tidbit into what we're going to be bringing to the podcast series as a whole. Like we do love to talk about this, all the NLP pre prepositions, that's mm -hmm. a mouthful. Um, and there's a lot of them. We only talked about one of them today. And we will be bringing more into this podcast. If you want more right now, you can go to our Rays of Hope course, where you can dive into more of this. We have lessons and learnings in there where you can kind of really get into the nitty gritty of all this cause and effect listen, learn a little bit more. We are here for you. Um, and this is what's going to be coming next on the podcast in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. We are just going getting started and I can't wait to dive in. Can't Yay! wait. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm excited because I was the only person that got to answer what I teach my clients first thing. So I'm excited to ask you guys the same question in next week. Totally. Bye. Yay. Bye. Okay, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babes with Hope. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of our coaching programs, you can reach us directly at babeswithhope.thinkific.com. That's babeswithhope.thinkific.com. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.